welcome to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes, and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! About to fall over. <laughs> and what's going on, everybody? What's happening? Welcome. This is the Geeking Squad Podcast, episode number 15. Megan doubted me on that earlier, but I assured her it is actually he set number... my ass straight. <laughs> it is actually number fifteen. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. I'm doing yeah. all right. I am one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Down the way, all stripey stripe. Vito, you wear the stripes a lot, man. You notice that? Walmart special, bro. I got a black <laughs> one, I got a blue one, and I got a camo one. That explains it. Once I find something that fits me semi well i buy like all the colors that they offer so oh, that explains it <laughs> can't go wrong with that no. all right we have none other than Vito, and then over here in the middle just telling me off all the time always mm -hmm. telling me it is none other than megan <laughs> she's giving me the evil eye right now if you can be a long it. night yeah you can it's already been a long night <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're happy to be back. This is the Geeking Squad podcast where we talk about all sorts of pop culture subjects, stuff that's going on lately in the news. Um, everything, man. Media, entertainment stuff, comics, movies. It's crazy shit in the news, especially like conspiracy. We love all that conspiracy stuff. and We sure do. Not political conspiracy stuff because no, God, no. we've had it. We've had it up yeah. to here with that <laughs> shit. We're not doing that. No, we ain't doing that. But you know, things like UFOs and aliens and other weird things like that. We like to talk about that. Um, we encourage people to join us in the Geeking Squad group on Facebook, where we get most of these ideas. Uh, people post memes and news articles and stuff in there. They share it. It's a great group. I mm -hmm. love the group, man. Yep. We good got a people good, in there. Yeah, we got a good group over there. A lot of regular, a uh, lot of regular posters and stuff, and so we take the best of the best. Uh, we make a little list and we talk about it on here—the things that we feel like we have something to say about. Uh, but you know what? I won't ask what's up. I'm going to tell you what's up. We're all excited because this is the first time we are recording with our new toy. Yeah, we got a new fancy schmancy toy. It's oh, been, yeah. We've had a lot of fun playing with this thing. Yeah, I, I, and we've barely scratched the surface with it, I think. <laughs> but we have something, what's it called? The Zoom Pod Track P8. Yeah, so it's like a cool, like, but before we always used like just a regular outboard mixing board like I use at gigs and stuff. And then we go into Vito's computer and we use whatever program it is what do you what did you normally record with uh we usually use logic pro on the macbook logic yeah. pro okay yeah we were always using that but we thought it'd be really cool to try this new thing because podcasting is all the rage <laughs> and now they've come out with all these different like devices and we looked at the zoom one and the zoom one seemed like it was the coolest and it finally just came in so yeah we're pretty waiting months for it <laughs> yeah we've been waiting a while for it but uh i think we're one of the first people to actually get it so that's exciting yeah but yeah, so hopefully this sounds good and doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah. like what we heard so far. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. But uh, without any further ado, I think it's time we get into one of our first segments that is called... 
What's shaking, bacon? <laughs> yeah, it's our favorite segment, Bumper. <laughs> it is none other than What's Shaken Bacon. And in the What's Shaken Bacon segment, um, we like to just talk about, it's kind of a general mishmash of stuff that's been going on in the news. So, Meg, do you want to start us off? What's 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 been happening? What's shaking, Bacon? <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's, it's starting to be a trend here, is we had a couple of recent deaths <sighs> that were kind of hard-hitting for us, like uh, Dawn Wells from Gilgan Island. Yeah. I loved her. She was my favorite freaking character. I know. Her and the professor. Yeah, I know. Well, it's the lifelong <laughs> It's a lifelong debate about, you know, who was, which one would you want to be your girlfriend? Would you want Ginger, the movie star, or, you Marianne. know, Marianne, the country girl? I, me personally, it was always Marianne. I don't know about you, Vito. Vito, uh, his girlfriend material, yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> but when you're looking, as, as yeah. you know, hey, what's up for the night? Then Ginger, <laughs> Ginger was the. <laughs> when you want a nice girl to settle down with, you always pick the Marianne. But when you're looking for a loose redheaded hua that you can shack up with for the weekend, you go with Ginger. Well, she's a movie star. She's going to be high maintenance. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Well, yeah. yeah. So it's probably not, you know, a long term thing, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ginger, you know, I like Ginger. I, She's you know, okay. she was pretty and everything. She was funny and stuff, but it was always Marianne. Marianne was it. And then, boy, oh boy, this year is just brutal on the babes <laughs> because the next one that passed away was none other than Tanya Roberts, man. Dude. Now, how how do you feel about old Tanya Roberts, Vito? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that says it all right there. What? <laughs> uh, for a milf, yeah, she's 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 nice, dude. Yeah. When I was a kid, Tanya Roberts, man, she was in uh, was it Beastmaster? Oh yeah, okay. She was like the sword wielding babe, you know. Uh, and whew, yeah, I liked me some Tanya Roberts. Man. <laughs> Later on, of course, a lot of people knew her because of that 70s show. That's how, yeah, I, that's that's how, how I know her. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, you need to go back and watch some. Yeah, she was a hottie back in the day. I mean, she was pretty hot. And... Dude. She looked good in that 70s show, man. Yeah. Oh, then she you. She was really hot back yeah. in the day, yeah. Vito. Oh, yeah. You just don't even know. You got to go back. <laughs> you got to go back and watch some, some of her. Because she was great. Because she was like kind of one of those almost, they were like borderline B. See, to me, they weren't B movies. I considered those like big mainstream movies. But then I talked to other people and they're like, oh, yeah, those forgotten schlocky movies. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, what are you talking about? <laughs> Beastmaster is the shit, man. But in any case, um, yeah, she was in a lot of those. She was always like pretty badass. She was an ass kicker. So, uh, yeah, died weirdly. So, yeah, <laughs> is she dead? Is she not dead? Because we were told she was dead, and then it was like, oh no, wait, no, she's no, no. not dead. She's not dead. She's still here. <laughs> and then and it was now like, she's dead. yeah, and yeah, now she's dead. Yeah, so that's not the best way to go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we uh, salute both of them. Mm-hmm. killer actresses and entertained a lot of people and sorry to see them go. I'll tell you, this. everybody was sitting there going, oh, can't wait for 2020 to be over with. 2021. It's not shaping up so well. No. <laughs> Alexi Leho from oh, Yeah, well, that's, that's the one I'm thinking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the biggest one, man. Yeah, he, uh, that's, man, that's brutal. And that sucks. That hits close to home because. He was young. He was only yeah. 41. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I I met Alexi a few times, seen Bodum several times and stuff. I didn't. I'm I wasn't friends with him, you know. But I have f- good friends who were good friends. One of my friends was like best friends with him. Mm-hmm. So it's really uh, it's really hitting home, you know, for a lot of people, and that sucks. Yeah. When I first heard Bodum, that like blew my mind, dude. Oh, those yeah. first three Bodum albums are like pristine. I love those so much. Yeah. And I was literally one of the first people to see Bodum play live in the United States for the first time at Milwaukee Metal Fest. Dead center row, on the rail, right in front of Alexi. I was wow. like, this is so damn cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were they were they're great and they, and Bodum was a gateway band for a lot of people. Maybe into more mainstream rock or ma- metal type stuff and wasn't really into like the death metal kind of scene or that more epic kind of black metal, symphonic metal kind of stuff. Bodum was a really good gateway. Yeah, introduction to that. And uh so a lot of lot of upset people about this. So yeah, we salute you. So we have, I, yeah, I feel like we only ever now, there's so much of this going around that it's like, like, here we are, Geeking Squad Podcast. It's going to be fun. What are we going to talk about? Dead people. <laughs> so we get out of the way first thing. I suppose that's true. You're, you're just, Megan's turning into that fucking creepy kid from The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Megan, what do you got for us this week? I said dead people. <laughs> well, speaking of what we thought was dead, but may not be dead. Okay. Joss Whedon, um, Firefly. Might yeah. be coming back from with Disney Plus. That's big news for a lot of people. It sure is. Now, here's the funny thing about it, though. I've never seen a lick of Firefly before. Me either. Not a stitch of it. I've seen maybe the first two or three episodes, and I watched the movie Serenity, but oh. I watched the movie before watching the show, so I was like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then it actually ruined, I guess, the show because they give away something that you're supposed to lead up to in the show or something that oh, they get answered. So I was okay. like, oh, yeah, I totally watched this backwards. Serenity did not do very well, did it? No. I think it bombed. And I didn't think it was that great of a movie. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I haven't seen it in years. I just remember Summer Glau was in it, and I'm a huge Summer Glau fan. That's probably the only reason why I watched, watched it. To it. Be honest, <laughs> yeah, but. Summer Glau. Yeah. Glau. <laughs> Sounds like Inspector Gadget. Like, you know, <laughs> look at the glow. <laughs> anyway, sorry, but yeah, I don't know. So, you know, I realize we probably have to turn in our, apparently people in the squad are hating us because they're like, what do you mean you yeah, didn't watch Firefly? they disowned us. There's yeah. a huge Firefly like cult of people that just adore this show and think it's like the greatest thing since wow. this. Yeah. Yeah. A very small niche of people that adore this. I guess okay. it's not that small, but. Yeah, it must be big enough because we had enough people just in our group that were like, you guys are <laughs> <What>? idiots. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's that's big news. They might be bringing that back. But one thing that at least two thirds of us are big fans of um, is going to have a change coming up soon. Well, maybe. It's rumored. Anyway. It's rumored. Yeah. It's, it's about time. I mean, it, it seems like it just happened. But what we're talking about is uh, the latest doctor. From the Doctor Who, uh, Jodie Whittaker is talking about leaving the show after three seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty Seems common. Be the run of the mill, how it goes. That's on what that Matt show. Smith did. That's it seemed like he was on there so much longer. Well, it's because three seasons. Is on the Doctor Who show. It seems like it's it's dragged out. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. I, what's weird to me is it doesn't feel like Jodie Whittaker has been on Doctor Who all that long. No. I still haven't watched a lot of Peter Capaldi's stuff. I haven't either. He lost me with the 
sunglasses <laughs> and I haven't gone back. <laughs> but I went and I did go watch like I I haven't watched it all. I didn't watch all of the Capaldi stuff, but I did watch certain episodes. Mm-hmm. And everything, it's really good. I, I warmed up a lot to him. I just, I wasn't ready for him. You weren't ready to let go of Matt Smith, were no, you? No, <laughs> no. And I mean, and even, I mean, Matt Smith was so amazing because I wasn't ready to let go of... David Tennant. Mm-mm, hell no. Most people still aren't ready to let go of David Tennant. If you told, talk about it. If you told people right now, like, hey, David Tennant said he'd come back, even though, even though they've never really done that. They've never brought back... An old doctor to the... Uh, not full time. There have been like limited appearances and stuff with time travel stuff because it's Doctor Who. But <laughs> if they said, "Okay, we're just going to bring him back," he's going to. We're going to. We figured out a way he's going to regenerate and back into his tenth Doctor self. People would, by and large, people would be like, "Okay," like they'd be okay with that. Like I hate when they mess with Doctor Who stuff and everything, and they twist it around too much. Blah blah blah. Hey, we're gonna figure out a way to bring David Tennant back. Okay, <laughs> like people would be like totally okay with that because yeah. he's the fucking best. But Matt Smith, man, he was a great Doctor. He was good, and he was just so good. I was so in it love. It took me a while to warm up to him. I almost feel like if we got because Vito does not watch Doctor Who. I've seen like three of the newer episodes. Um, yeah, and one of them was cool. The other one was like, this is not cool. And the other <laughs> one was like, I don't know. Don't understand. Is, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Vito probably would be best off if we started him with Matt Smith. If we okay. started him there uh-huh. with fish sticks and custard and all that business mm-hmm. with Amy Pond when she's introduced and all that. I feel like if he watched that. Yeah, that might be more Vito. I feel yeah. like that would be more, yeah, to his liking and stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's with all the, the weird thing with the tomb and, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some cool shit, weird, mysterious shit. It's like a, that that whole first two, two and a half seasons is like a big mystery. We'll see. I don't know. If they get rid of, uh, or if Jodie Whittaker quits, I'll be curious to see where they go with it. Well, you know, I just read somebody that people are voting for. Oh, Moff Gideon himself. Mm, really? Yeah, like, ooh, that's interesting. <sighs> I don't know if he could play a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that, he could do it. <laughs> that'd be a hard one to get past, man. Because <laughs> just like in the reverse, it's like when they David Tennant played the bad guy on the Jessica Jones TV mm-hmm. show, and everybody's like, oh, he's such a bastard. He's one of the most evil people. I'm like, that's the doctor, man. <laughs> I, you know... <laughs> like he ain't so bad come on they're like but think about all the horrible things he does i'm like but it's david tennant how can you not like david tennant (laughs) david tennant even when he's mean you're you kind of you know he's so enjoyable in one of my facebook groups the doctor who facebook group that they were like did everything david tennant do after doctor who was he a bad guy in all of them almost yeah kind of well broad church he wasn't he was he wasn't a bad guy but he was like a grisly character yeah. yeah Grizzled. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark, exactly. One person that is not dark. Yeah. And that we're we kinda, all love. This that we one. all love. We're, this is the redhead-themed episode because mm-hmm. we talked about Amy Pond and we've talked about uh, Ginger. Ginger. And now we've got good old Dr. Beverly Crusher. Gates McFadden is supposed to be doing her own Trek-themed podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to that. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. She's going to be bringing on all her old... Co-stars. That's it. <laughs> I keep wanting to say co-host. I was like, wait, that's you guys. That's you fuckers. Yeah. I'm stuck with. <laughs> yeah, you are stuck with us. Yeah, so that that'll be real interesting. I'll get. I'm anxious to hear their inside stories. 
Yeah, we talked with another Star Trek alum, you know, uh, last year who was saying they were interested in possibly doing a podcast, too. And we're not going to say who. We're going to leave you all hanging because (laughs) we don't want to out them in case they don't want it, you know. I mean, they may have, they, they told, uh, they told us they might've told a thousand other people, but I don't want to be the one secret is safe with us. Yeah. I don't want to be the one that's responsible for outing it. If, if they're like, Hey, I wasn't ready to tell people about that yet. So, Mm -hmm. so there may, may or may not be more Star Trek uh, podcasts coming from Star Trek stars. I hope it happens. Me too. That'd be real fun. Yeah. I was pretty excited when we found out about that one. I was like, Ooh, that'd be some good stories coming Mm -hmm. from that. Uh, speaking of the stories, gotta watch my stories. <laughs> One of our favorites uh, recently was The Mandalorian, and there's some news related to that. So you heard? Yeah, I heard that on the book book of Boba Fett. It's yeah, hard to say. <laughs> Book of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Rubber baby bumpy bumper. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just going to be a four-part series. It's going to be oh. a little mini-series. It's not going to be a whole season or multiple seasons. It's okay. Four runs and that's it. Interesting. And then that's it's actually pushed the Mandalorian third season back into 2022. Oh, God. Since this is going to be December 2021. It's going right. to be the four-part series. And then the Mandalorian is going to start right after it. Mm. So I'm wondering if it's going to kind of, I don't know, maybe lead up to yeah, where the Mandalorian there, picks up. Right. There might be something. Sort of old Rogue One style. Yeah. Yeah. There could be something that happens in there that, that you know, ties it up together. That's yeah. that's okay. But yeah. I'm definitely down with that. I, I don't necessarily want the Boba Fett thing to be too long. Mm-hmm. A little mini series. I, I, I could deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> so... On the note of that, too, there's uh, there's more information coming out about possible characters who are going to be played by certain actors. Yeah, I guess John, is it Favreau? Yeah. I'm terrible with the names tonight. Jeez. Uh, tonight, it's, all, it's every night. Who am I kidding? <laughs> um, but he is eyeing none other than Robert Downey Jr. to play none other than Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn. Again, kind of like what we were just saying about David Tennant. I feel like you put Downey into a character and it gets a little hard to not see Robert Downey Jr. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially but in he'll some... be blue. But that's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> still on blue. Yes. Thrawn. Yeah, he's all blue. Yeah. But I, that's what I'm saying. It's just like I think he worked so well for Tony Stark because in so many ways Robert Downey Jr. is, is Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. I mean, there was no other choice for that. Mm-hmm. He's perfect for it. And I loved him as Sherlock Holmes and things like that, but when you start bringing him into something like Star Wars, I don't know. I, I, I'm open to it. I'd have to see it. I know there's been some other people that they mentioned. Like, yeah, I'm more down for the Benedict Cumberbatch. And see, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I don't I don't. You're not know. digging that one either? No. Really? No, I'm not so open to that. I feel like, you know, to me, they're still so in the public consciousness as Doctor Strange and Iron Man. Mm. You know what I mean? Then to put them in the Star Wars universe, where so much of Star Wars to me is about, uh, it has to be its own thing. Very few times, I think, can you pull that off. Uh, Harrison Ford is a rare exception because he's Han Solo and Indiana Jones. But that also kind of works because, let's face facts. kind of the same thing. They're kind of the same character. <laughs> one of them's on Earth, one of them's in space, you know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all of that stuff. Moving on from John Favreau, moving on to another famous uh, director, 
Peter Jackson just put out something that I was personally really excited about, which was he released a little teaser trailer thing for the Get Back um, sessions, the Get Back movie sessions about the Beatles. Mm. Now, I know you guys aren't like big Beatle fans or anything Mm -hmm. like that, but it looks really interesting. It's taking uh, back in 1969 uh, in January and uh, early 1969, the Beatles had filmed a whole bunch of recording sessions for an album they were intending on calling Get Back. And the whole point of it was they were trying to get back to their roots because the White Album had been this really massive undertaking where they all kind of went four different ways and the band was starting to fracture. Well, Get Back eventually became Let It Be. And that album came out posthumously after the Beatles broke up. They made a movie for it, again, posthumously, out of all this footage that they had filmed. And the movie's just really dark and dour, and it it accentuated the, like, here's a band that's bored with each other and bored with life, and they're breaking up. Ugh. And it just doesn't... It, it, it's it, depressing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Let It Be is a very depressing movie. I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid, but I, I, I haven't watched it in a long time because I'm like, eh, I don't want to see it. But over and over and over, everybody in the Beatles have come along and said, like, look, yeah, we did break up, but what you saw in that movie was not representative of the whole thing. Like, we spent most of our time actually really enjoying ourselves, and there was a lot of fun stuff and, you know, and all this stuff, but that movie that got put out was, like, just a bummer. Mm -hmm. So Peter Jackson, being this huge Beatle fan and collector, and he got a hold of all that footage, he said, I'm going to do it right. And he's putting out a, a new version, a, like a more like a documentary kind of style thing. We don't know exactly how he's going to do this yet. But because of COVID and all that, it's been pushed back. But he knew people wanted to see some. So he just put together this cool little like four minute clip of all this stuff. It's like some of the best shit I've ever seen wow. for the Beatles. Like there's funny things of them goofing around and it's it, you watch and you're like, oh, that's the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's them. That's them being silly and doing these different things and having some cool jam sessions. And it doesn't come off like dour. And and plus he just like brightened up the footage because even when you watch Let It Be, it looks grainy and dark and mm-hmm. shitty. It just wasn't very well done at the time. And he made everything look and sound really good. So, yeah, Beatle fans are, like, really excited about it. So, apparently, this isn't going to come out until probably later at the end of the year. (laughs) Something else that we need, apparently, I didn't know we needed this in 2021, but apparently Reebok is going to be releasing sneaker boot things (laughs) that are modeled after Sigourney Weaver's Aliens boots. It's pretty fucking cool. It is pretty cool. (laughs) Now, Pretty silly. Okay, now here's my question. Would either of you wear them? No. No. You wouldn't actually wear them? I wouldn't wear white no. shoes. No. That's the only one. They're white. <laughs> <laughs> if they were black and they looked like that, yeah, I'd probably yep. do it. <laughs> I haven't seen how much these things are supposed to cost, but I have this feeling. <laughs> what are those other crazy shoes that everybody's paying all that money for, Vito? Yeezys or whatever the, yeah, they are. I think the Yeezys or the, even the LeBron James signature. Oh God, sneakers! I think they're, yeah. those are like five, six hundred bucks. Dude. <sighs> wow, that's insane for shoes. Yeah, and that's what like all these preteen young teenagers want are these basketball shoes that are like five hundred bucks. You better go get a job. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Two jobs. That's true. And they're <laughs> ugly as fuck. Like they're not even like, oh wow, that's actually like a badass fucking sneaker or whatever. No, they're just fucking ugly. Like, why would you even wear those, man? like that Louis Vuitton purses or whatever. Like, ooh, why? 
Yeah. Why is this all the rage? I don't understand. They're ugly. It's brand name. Because it's the... brand name. Yeah, people, that's, that's you know, ridiculous. Just, people love that brand name. I don't get stuff. that shit. Yeah. Well, there's one brand name coming back that I know you are excited about. Yeah. That goes right in your belly. It sure does. What is it? It's the Viennetta ice cream. I thought for the longest time I imagined this son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't even know what this Viennetta stuff is. Oh my gosh. Oh, dude. It is high class ice cream. Yeah. I'm telling you. It, well, it's like more a, than push it, up pops. It's it's, oh. it's yeah. an ice. It's like an ice cream cake. This is oh, the okay. Grey Poupon of ice oh, creams. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, people. People are really excited. Yeah. This thing is coming wow. back. We were just talking about it not long ago. Yeah, yeah. And then it was funny that it. Popped. I was like, oh, it's coming back. I have to get it. <laughs> it's probably. It probably tastes like shit. I don't even remember it honestly, but I'm so excited about it. Well, the key is. When was the last time you had like as a kid or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's why it's like. I, did I imagine it? Did it not really exist? Right. I can't find it anywhere. Well, the key is going to be whether or not. It tastes like it used to taste because that's the thing with a lot of these things they bring back. You get excited, yeah, it comes back, and then you're like, oh, this doesn't taste the same. Is it just me or what? And it, you find out a lot of times it's like, well, we changed some of the ingredients because of the times or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you ruined it. Yeah. I know some people are upset because it's it's going to be with good humor instead of who it was with, which I can't remember off the top of my head now who it was with. Mm. But good humor bought that company I out. See. So it's still with the same company. But yeah, they may change the recipe around because it doesn't look exactly quite right on the box. Even. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll but I'm see. still going to eat it anyway. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, it'd be fun to try. I just it can't out. hide it. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. She knows. She wants you. She wants you in her belly. <laughs> Speaking of food, but much, much less appetizing. And getting back on the nerdy trip. So yeah, you shared with us something that was just not. Not pleasant. Not pleasant at all, no. Yeah. Not looking forward to the future at all now. Um, apparently, Star Trek Discovery, which we all need to fucking watch, by the way. Know, we are so lame. Yeah, we're real far behind on that <laughs> shit. Turn our nerd cards again. Um, apparently, replicator food is made from human waste. Makes sense. Because they need the, what, the atoms or whatever. They can't just make up atoms to make this food out of. So that's an ample supply. So they take it and separate everything out and it's used for replicator food. Yeah. The Japanese were trying to do that too and make them shit steaks or whatever. Uh huh. Oh, I forgot yeah. about the shit steaks. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, look, whatever. I mean, who cares? I mean, I eat hot dogs. <laughs> Do I really want to know where hot dogs are from? Because I already know I don't. Mm -mm. I know enough. We're eating assholes and shit all the time with a lot of the food that we eat and stuff. It's in limited quantities. I mean, so much of that stuff can get through. I understand. Yeah. And the food you <laughs> it's eat. It's not the... all shit. <laughs> right. Right. It makes sense. It's enough. It's, it's, <laughs> it's practical, though. I mean, if they could do that now. I mean, so if they came up with something like that and they could do that now and that could solve like World hunger. World hunger problems and all that shit. You're telling me that would be a bad thing? It well, would... no, Larry, that would not be a bad thing. But I mean, if that's what you had to do, if yeah, you totally. suddenly had to eat, start eating shit replicator food. As long as you don't tell the public that don't it's shit food. Don't tell us that's shit food. <laughs> we were fine for decades without knowing it was shit food. <laughs> well, but here's the other thing real quick before like some nerds go, yeah, you're getting it all wrong. You're getting, you're, 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 this is why you should be watching every episode of Star Trek. <laughs> if I understand correctly, 
what they're talking about on Discovery is that is even further in the future. That's in like 31st century stuff. And that it's supposed to be that they originally were making replicator food out of some other substances and things that they had in order to replicate the food. But further on after like all this stuff has happened and wars and mm-hmm. some things happen, that stuff was like depleted. They're kind of like in a... Yeah. Yeah. That stuff was depleted, so they had to resort to taking the atoms and stuff from Poopy. Gotcha. That uh, that's the way I understand it. I didn't watch the episode, so maybe they you know they might have explained that more in detail or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, I just uh, I read the article. Somebody was eating an apple. She's like, I prefer real apples, and he's like, I've right. never had a real apple. All I have is this, and it's all made of shit. <laughs> right. That's how I understood it. But again, we didn't watch it, so we don't know. When life, somebody inform us. Yeah, when life gives you shit apples. You just eat it because <laughs> you got no choice in the 31st century. <laughs> you eat that shit. We got a lot to catch I, up. I hear a lot of good things. I hear a lot of bad things about this season. Hmm. They compared a lot. It's funny. I think it's yeah. funny that the one girl is always crying on it. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, and they boy. keep putting Janeway's picture in there, but it's like she's like, yeah, you don't cry. I'm like, this bitch fucking cries in every goddamn episode. <laughs> No, she didn't. Janeway did not cry in most of the episodes, Megan. It's just the handful that you watched. <laughs> it just happens to be everyone I've watched. Okay. It, well, you didn't watch that many. And it was that was still first season stuff, right? You never got past like first season? No. Yeah. Same. Please do me a favor and just go, just pick up season two and start there. Just fuck season one. We can explain to you everything that happens yeah. and just start with season two. Or yeah. hell, even season three if you want. Or even season three. Once, yeah. once seven of nine, seven of nine comes on board, then it's like, all it's right, it's a different show. We're going. Okay. Yeah, it's a way. And, and I'm not just saying that for obvious reasons. I'm just saying <laughs> they actually, the storylines and stuff really evolved after after that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Agreed. Okay. I agree. And then one last thing for the squad. Speaking of just weird, weird things that you would want to eat. <laughs> we, we, we we heard an article, saw an article about a uh, different kind of egg. <laughs> so what was this about? So I guess uh, a little Chinese boy accidentally happened to just come across a dinosaur egg. <laughs> yeah, and it was like 66 million years old. Yeah, he was just playing in a stream and he had this walnut or whatever. And he's like, I want to crack this walnut open. And he was looking around for a rock and he kind of dug through the clay or whatever. And he found this really weird one. So he's like, kef carefully like dug it out and he loves dinosaurs he's like oh, this is a dinosaur egg i know it and it actually and fucking it actually was. fucking was <laughs> so they called in the authorities and everything and they like protected the site to wow. make sure nothing happened yeah. and they found 10 more fucking eggs no oh shit. no shit so it was like an old nest yeah that's awesome that is pretty cool but i guess it's like a, a space in china where they're, they're starting to find a lot of dinosaur bones mm. wow it's a hotbed for it right now so that was pretty cool. Nice. That's cool. Hopefully they'll have more like interesting finds and stuff like, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be nice to have more dinosaur talk for us. It's been a while. It has been a while. I love my dino talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about the bone wars and mm-hmm. all that stuff back in back a while. God, that was a while ago. Now. It was a while ago. It was it's super fascinating. Yeah. So hopefully they'll have more discoveries and we have more to talk about. We'll have to see. Yep. Time will tell. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal 
providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And it's time that we get into just a little smidgen, a little smattering <laughs> of some squad talk. Explode. <laughs> <laughs> See, we need to have that sound effect, like a big yeah. explosion thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in squad talk, we just talk about like a few things that we particularly want to focus on a little more than the other stuff. And this is going to be all... All geek, all nerdy, all science, <laughs> all the time. And uh, what's the first thing you got for us, Queen Nerd? Queen Nerd. Um, I have NASA scientist actually achieved long distance quantum teleportation. Okay. Was that over 27 miles? 27 miles, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's impressive. Now, what is it that they actually, did they actually transport something? Like they moved something? Or is it just like atoms? I think it's no. I think it's just atoms. Yeah, yeah. Well, They're trying to get to information to travel at that speed and distance. That's the whole point of this thing. I think is to kind of make these quantum computers that can process information at a, like trillion times faster than a supercomputer can. Oh, and it's supposed okay. to be way more secure. Like you can't hack it. Like you can't a computer code. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, because there's like no code. It's literally like an atom of. Right. Whatever they're they're doing, yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense to me because I'm so dumb that <laughs> right. it just goes over my mind. But the concept is cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're dumb. I think it's just that I mean, a lot it's of this very complex. It's complex, and this a lot of it is just kind of new. Well, maybe we are dumb. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> it could be too. But okay, so this isn't really so much about like trying to teleport like a person, humans, like tell, yeah, like Star Trek style. No. This is more about. Exchanging information. Yes, because I don't think actual physical matter can travel faster than the speed of light, but information can. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're trying to achieve here. Because I think the ultimate goal is to make a quantum computer that like processes across like parallel dimensions or states of quanta or whatever. I don't know, dude. It's just way over my head, but (laughs) it sounds very fascinating. Yeah, I got lost pretty quickly. (laughs) It is pretty exciting to think that there is a time when we could be not only... You know, doing things, say, like, for lack of a better term, online, we're doing things where we're trying to, like, communicate or get information, and not only will it be, like, way faster, but the fact that it's, like, super secure. Because I don't know about you, I'm always afraid of getting my shit hacked. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Using a credit card? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Vito knows all about (laughs) it. Your ass got hacked a little while ago. A few times, yeah. The band page definitely got hacked. But I've had like my bank account wiped out <gasps> from shit. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. oh, that... Holy shit. Yeah, now I use a special kind of debit card that doesn't link to my actual bank account. It's oh. like a reloadable card. Because some asshole got me and they wiped out like two grand one day. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. Yeah. Were you able to get that like... Re- re- yeah, uh, but it took recoup? a few days, dude. So Yeah. Yeah, that's why I always lock my cards. I lock it long enough to use it, and I lock that bitch back up. Yeah. That's a pain in the ass, though. Well, it's on my, yeah. 
I should probably do the same thing. Yeah, I worry about that all the time because, like, I everything I do is online. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, me too. So much ordering, shopping. Uh, I pay all my bills online. You know, mm-hmm. I can't tell you the last time I paid something by check. You know, who has checks anymore? I have checks. I well, you would, you know. <laughs> I check. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I use a check for like one bill. And like that's it, and the rest is all online debit card or pre um, yeah. taken out of my checking account. Or whatever. I, I take yeah. it. Yeah, once in a while, I I use a check. I'll pay my dentist with a check or something like that because he prefers it that way. But oh, okay. I, but but it's doing under the table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do those fillings for you under the table? No, no, it's just it's just simpler. It's bad lighting way. under there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dusty, but. Yeah, I saw any anything they can come up with that's going to make things like that more secure. Although you know, it's only going to be a matter of time before some <laughs> some fucking dweeb is going to be like hacked it, I cracked it, <laughs> I figured it out. Like, oh yeah, I can't do it. Watch me. Yeah, because if they can make something like this, somebody can figure out a way to subvert it. Yeah, you know, fuck it up. Get something nice, you fuck it up. Yeah. The penalty for that, though, should be he has to be disintegrated atom by atom and shot through that quantum tunnel and then forever evaporated into a bunch of different universes or however the fuck it works. Fucking shit, Vito. Vito. Yeah. <laughs> That'll keep him from hacking that shit. That would. Right? So we can add that <laughs> to the list. Do it once and you only yeah. do it once. <laughs> yeah, we can add that to the list. We have acid death. <laughs> split in half. We have being split right down the middle. Yeah. And then we have having your atoms separated, shot through tubes. <laughs> and just dispersed into the atmosphere. Wow. Vito just loves those creative ways of murdering people. (laughs) You can only do so many butcher knife deaths before it becomes boring, you know? You gotta gotta spice up a little bit. (laughs) Electric chair, that's for fucking kindergartners. (laughs) Well, there's some other things that came out, uh, uh, some other news that had to do with this sort of stuff. I, what, what, there's some sort of like parallel universe stuff. What, what was this about? So this, I, when I was reading this, it said like there's a scientific method that they're figuring out with this, but I never actually saw anything about them talking about this process in this fucking article. Okay. I was like, okay, is this just, you're just talking out of your ass here? I don't understand. But they're saying like when you dream right, and it seems super vivid, you could smell it, you can taste it. It, it seems like it's real that you are actually in a parallel universe of yourself. So every time in life you make a decision, you go one way, the parallel universe, you went the other way. Okay. So you make, every time you kind of split off mm. in all these different parallel universes. Well, like Donna so, Noble, turn left. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same idea. Yep, exactly. And so when you're dreaming, you're in one of those other parallel universes seeing like if you're, you know, like dating somebody else or in a different job or a different city or something like that. It seems it seems familiar, but strange at the same time. They're supposedly saying you're in a parallel universe. I can buy that, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's funny because I was just going to go, I don't think I buy that. <laughs> <laughs> really? You think that there could be a chance? Well, OK, here's the thing. I do kind of potentially believe in things like astral projection. I do think that there's a possibility that could actually happen like the idea you can project yourself out of the body sort of not exactly like but sort of like dr strange style when they do that Mm, sort of thing mm -hmm. i do think there might be a chance for that because i tend to believe more in sort of like that like that your consciousness is beyond this crude matter that we are like trapped in you know your body and all that stuff 
I, but I just don't know if I believe that your dreams are necessarily that, well, you're going to your other self in this mm-hmm. alternate reality. I mean, I guess maybe, but I'd like to know what it is that makes them think like, oh, this is it. Yeah. And here's why. Right. And that's why I couldn't find out where the scientific part of it came in there. Now they are talking like they would like to basically harness this. And be, I guess maybe that's where it comes in. They want to be able to prove it and see what we can learn about parallel universes with this. But even if it's not parallel universes, I think it could be interesting to follow this kind of scientific theory. Right. Because the brain is a fucked up place. There's so much things the brain can do. Mm -hmm. So it'd be good to understand that kind of thing. You know? Yeah. My whole thing with that is there, to me, there's, well, there's a couple, but to me, there's only probably two possibilities of reality one is we're living in entirely in, in a computer simulation the other one i would never expect Vito to say that <laughs> no. the other is our brains are just a receiver kind of like a television so there's always this consciousness out there and your brain chemistry dictates your personality and how you act but it's all one energy field i guess and this whole thing is, well, if your brain is shut off a little bit, maybe the other parallel universe is picking up a little bit of you from this one and just kind of transferring that over. And you're kind of getting a little glimpse of that mm. in, in a dream state or whatever. Interesting. Again, those are all possibilities. I think all sorts of shit, but it's just like, I'm really curious exactly what the science is behind this. Mm-hmm. Like what, what they feel like. Oh, here's what we think. Like, yeah, how did they this. come up with this theory? Because I mean, the three of us could sit around and just come up with shit all the time. It'd be <laughs> right. like, you know, like I, I think that's what, what Facebook was intended to be. <laughs> 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 there you go. You go. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it about the whole dream thing. I I tend to believe more like what Vito was saying about the fucking simulation kind of computers matrixy type of shit. Because mm-hmm. some scientists said that they proved that that's actually true, that we do live in a computer simulation. So I, now where's the science behind that one? I don't know. The article didn't say. It was another clickbait article. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to have fun with these sound oh, effects yeah, this is awesome. here. <laughs> I, if they have any more follow-up on this, I would definitely be interested because I'm really intrigued with the whole concept behind dreams and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why we've been threatening to do a dream episode of... Uh, yeah. Of the podcast for a while now where we talk about dream stuff, dream movies, dream story, you know, all, all theories, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully they come up with something more and then maybe we can talk about it some more. more. later. Yeah. <laughs> and more on that later. <laughs> and then one last little bit of squad talk. This one, I, I didn't even know about this, but you brought this up to me, Megan. What was this about? Um, yes, I saw an article that the FAA was alerted that there was a UFO that fell into the ocean over Oahu, Hawaii. Nice. Okay. Something tells me it's not legit <laughs> because I would feel like there'd be bigger news about this if it Well, it was going crazy in Hawaii at the time when it happened. Like okay. there was multiple people that saw this and okay. called it in. And it was is one big long blue light and they said it was moving super incredibly fast. Like Faster than anything. And this lady doesn't, she said she doesn't believe in UFOs. Okay. She's like, I'd never believe in them. I don't know what the hell this was. Kind of like when I said I what I saw. Like, I, I don't know what it was. Yeah. I've never seen anything do this. And that's what she was saying. 
So it was a super bright, long object that was in the sky and they followed it for about three miles or whatever she said until they saw it fall into the ocean. Mm -hmm. And she said they saw another smaller white one that they followed as well. That was like in close proximity, but they lost that one behind a mountain Okay. and then they don't know what happened to it. So the authorities came out and they checked it out and they're like, we, we can't find anything in the ocean. Hmm. They could, there was nothing there. There's no debris. No, you know, like if it was a plane crash or something like that, well, something fell in the ocean mm, or went something. down in the ocean. Yeah. They're going to get the kaiju or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't know <laughs> what's going on here. Well, that was going to be my point was the fact that I guess the fact that they didn't find anything is the thing that really has me intrigued mm-hmm. more so than that. There was something like that fell. Cause I mean, if you were standing on a beach and you had something move at like supersonic speed. I mean, if you were able to stand on a beach and see nearby, see something like the X one, like Chuck Yeager flew when he broke the sound barrier. I mean, you'd hear it. Well, I mean, and you would, my point is you would see it. It would seem unnaturally fast to you. You get what I'm saying? Like you would just sit there and go, it move faster than anything. It's like, well, how fast have you seen anything move? Maybe a race car or something like that. Like most people have not stood there and watched real, you know, something move that fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say. Plus there's all sorts of things. There's space debris and all this other right. shit. It could have been some sort of debris that came in and was moving and maybe because of just the natural elements, you know, of it entering our atmosphere and being on fire and if it's metal and whatever it's made up of and if it was, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's all these things that I don't automatically go, oh, well, it's got to be a UFO ship or something. But I am really confused as to why they couldn't find anything. Unless it just sank to the bottom of the ocean. Well, I mean, yeah, if it was something <laughs> where it just went too far down that they couldn't, you know, or, but if it was some sort of ship thing, it could have went under the water and then like Down there releasing whales. Unidentified submersible object. The old USOs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's going down in one of those underground tunnels. Well, think about it. What is it? 70% of the earth is water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Way to do it. Yeah. It'd be underground bases under could, the water. It would make sense. I mean, that would be the way they wouldn't be detected. Or. Hawaii just had a really, really bad year with tourism, and they need something to bring in that bring revenue. In. <laughs> <laughs> Vito's just fucking laying them down tonight. There's been more and more and more people seeing things lately. We've kind of talked about this before with the aliens and everything like that. With this latest bill that was passed, you know, our $600 stimulus bill that everybody's crying about or whatever, yeah. included with that was a ticket down time frame to release the alien documents so they've signed that into law that they got to yep. release all the alien documents huh yeah apparently that was all included in that it's just gonna be a sheet with just black marker all over <laughs> release all the other documents people are so crazy it feels like everything's crazier than ever is it like is now really the time that we want to lay it on them that it's like hey guess what uh aliens do for sure exist we know about them the government's known for however many years and we've got all this about like, like is now the time well like we talked about before why why the fuck not at this point that's when they're going to storm area 51 dude remember that that whole yeah. shit last oh, year? Oh, how can we forget <laughs> old naruto run yeah good old naruto run man wow yeah uh, yeah i don't know i don't know i'll i'll believe that when when that happens and see if they actually release that but I think Vito's right. I think it'll be redacted. Yeah. 
I think we're going to get our hopes up and we're going to read it and it's going to be a bunch of bullshit. It's going to be. A <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of Facebook posts saying this isn't true. <laughs> Look at these documents; they're not even the right one or whatever. Yeah, it's. <laughs> and what side do you believe? I don't know. It's you know they both yeah. got compelling arguments. <laughs> or or yeah, or maybe or maybe Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> is an alien. Yeah, that's true. Because he kind of looked like, like one. Data. Yeah, yeah he exactly. does. He yeah. does look like data. <laughs> What do you suggest? Well, I suggest <laughs> that I learn how to operate this thing. Because, yeah, we need to label those buttons. <laughs> because, boy, oh, boy, I just pushed the wrong buttons, and I'm always pushing the wrong buttons. <laughs> but, yeah, we are at the What Do You Suggest segment. Uh, this is where each one of us suggests something that we think you should look into because we dig it. And so should you. Because we say so. Because we fucking said so, that's why. What do you, <laughs> you got to argue with me for? If I'm suggesting it to you, I'm doing it with good intentions. Just fucking check it out. Right? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Vito, what do you have to suggest? So I got an oldie but a goodie. This is a movie called Fortress 2 Reentry. Okay. From 2000, starring my boy and yours, Christopher Lambert. Oh, Christopher Lambert. Nice. I like Christopher Lambert. And with the number two in the title, you know that this is obviously a sequel to the movie Fortress, also starring Christopher Christopher Lambert. Lambert. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know anything about Fortress. So Fortress is like this movie where it's kind of in a more futuristic world where you're only allowed one child. And if you violate that, you get sent to prison. Okay. And Christopher Lambert and his wife have a second child. And they try to sneak past the security border patrol, but she gets caught and he fights off these guards or whatever. And she escapes, but he gets sent to this prison that's in like the middle of nowhere and like 30 levels down under the, okay. the, the desert. He ends up escaping. I'll ruin the movie for you, but whatever, because there's a sequel. So you know that he <laughs> escapes. But in this one, he's put into another prison because they find him and his wife and his son. And guess where they're at? Where? In space. Oh. Uh, on a prison platform. Okay. And shit goes horribly wrong. And he has to try to escape. And like, there's these. That sounds like your kind of dude. Movie, it's then. so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that somebody described it to me like that. It was like there's this prison platform in space, and there's and I'd be like, oh, Vito. go go talk to Vito. <laughs> yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah, it is cool. Never heard of it. Not a lot of people have. No. But I own it on VHS and DVD. And oh. it's on Amazon Prime streaming right now if you want oh, to Oh, good. It's oh, on Prime. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's check good to out. know. We'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Check, check, check it out. Check, check, check it out. <laughs> Megan, what do you have to suggest? I have a new goody but a goody, whatever. Goody but a goody. <laughs> <laughs> a movie with Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Um, it's called Spencer Confidential. Mm. And I, I guess this is a sequel or okay. something as well because there's a... But anyway, it's based on this other character named Spencer. And I guess it's people are divided on this movie. Okay. Either they love it or they hate it. And if you know anything about the backstory of Spencer and stuff like that, I guess they don't like it. I see. I went in this, I just like was flipping through. I was like, eh, okay, I'll check this out. So I knew shit about it. I didn't know anything. I didn't know what to expect. So, And I really got wrapped up in it. It was really good. That's cool. Um, it's on Netflix right now. And it's about a cop who's released from prison. Okay. So I got a prison story too. All right, good. Um, and he tends to he tends to get wrapped up in other people's business. Okay. Or if they can't protect themselves or something like that, he does it for them, and that's how he ended up in prison in the first place. I see. 
So it turns out, you know, he's an old Boston cop and everybody's trying to run him out of town because they hate what he did and thinks he's a bad person, which he's really not. He's a good person. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you're asking me to like just stretch my bounds of reality here. You're telling me that Mark Wahlberg played a Boston cop? I know. I know. Oh my God. You're right out of town. Long story short, he basically has to take down a bunch of corruption in the city and set everybody straight and make the city safe again. And it's just that he makes this new buddy friend that, you know, these random people that help him solve this case. Okay. And he's got this ex-girlfriend that's just all Boston accent and shit. That yeah. Pepperidge Farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's totally annoying, but she, I guess, plays her purpose towards the end of it. She kind of grows on you. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I got wrapped up in it. I didn't expect to enjoy it so much, but. Cool. It's a good action film. All right. And it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Awesome. All right. I have to look into that one, too. My recommendation for this week is a book written by and compiled by John Walsh, and it's called Flash Gordon, The Official Story of the Film. Because <laughs> you may or may not know that I love me some Flash Gordon. No. Is this America's Most Wanted, John Walsh? No. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> Lame. Yeah, sorry. That'd be even, <laughs> America's most wanted is Flash Gordon. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I love the 1980 movie Flash Gordon. It's got a cult following. You know, people. It seems like more and more over the years, I've encountered more people who are pretty affectionate towards that film because it's it's just fun, campy. You know, I mean, that's what it was. It was based off a campy serial from back in the old days and stuff. I thought they did a really good job. It's got an incredible soundtrack and everything. But there's never really been, unlike Star Wars and all these other things, there's never been a ton of information about it. Flash Gordon isn't one of those movies that has like five different documentaries you can look up on Mm -hmm. Netflix or on YouTube or any of those things. So this book is really cool. It's got all these like behind the scenes photos and stories and just like the whole story of making the movie and it had a really colorful cast, you know, that was in it. He had Max von Sydow as as Ming the Merciless and uh, Timothy Dalton, you know, in there and stuff. So it's it's pretty cool, man. It's just Flash Gordon stuff is kind of hard to get. There's not a ton of it out there, even even not just information like that, but just collectibles and everything. There's a handful of toys and a handful of other things knickknacks here and there and stuff so anytime something comes out about flash gordon it's like i have to have that you know i don't think i've ever seen flash gordon whoa really yeah oh we're gonna have to change that i've seen parts of the movie and it's oh we're dude you need to watch it (laughs) dude there's no reason you wouldn't like this movie i've got some of those serials dvd form i think flash gordon's Uh trip to mars or something like that and did you like those yeah those are okay but i'm into those Black and white cereals. I don't know if I would like this '80s cheese fest that it is. I mean, I it know. is cheesy, but it's still like a pretty cool story yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there's some good humor and everything in there. The soundtrack's fucking incredible. I th- I don't know. I th- I'm not. It's not the kind of thing that I think you're going to be like, dude. This is my new favorite movie or anything like that. But I think you'd enjoy it. You, but you can't just watch like little parts of it. Yeah. You're not gonna. It's yeah. gonna seem real weird and goofy mm-hmm. in that way yeah no i'm gonna make you guys watch it one of these days okay i'm down for the cheesy 
Give me cheese. Yeah, there's plenty of cheese in it in a, in a way. But but last but not least, we always like to go out on a recommendation for another show, another whether it's a, a like a podcast or a YouTube channel or anything like that. Uh, we like to recommend because it's not just all about us. There's all sorts of other good stuff out there that we think you should check out. And this week, I would like to suggest a YouTube channel. Uh, you could find it just under his name. It's Joey Casada. And he does a show on there called Top 5 with Joey Casada. And he always has like a bunch of different guests and stuff that, that go on there. Some of them are like people that are in other musicians or they're comedians or comedic actors and stuff like that because Joey is a guy that probably the most common way a lot of people I know would know him is he played drums for a band called ZO2. They had a pretty cool popular show that was on uh, I think it was on IFC Network called Z-Rock that was all about them being there was this trio they're a rock band by night but by day to keep alive basically they go out and perform like a Wiggles type band. <laughs> So they're these total like drinking, womanizing, like hard rock dudes and stuff. But then during the day, they go and play like kids parties playing like, you know, the wheels on the bus go round and round that kind of shit. It's fuck it. That show, it only lasted two seasons. It's fucking hilarious. It's literally one of the best TV shows that ever existed. They're, they're so funny. And especially for us as musicians, there's a lot of shit that happens on there. Kind of like Metalocalypse or any of yeah. those things where you're going to be like, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> I've lived through that. I've seen that. And they, they would have all sorts of like really cool guests on there, fam other famous actors, famous musicians and stuff. I first found out about them because they opened for Kiss back in 2004, I think. It was like Kiss... Poison and ZO2. Really cool guy, incredible musician, but he's fucking funny too. And he does so, like, they just did uh, top five favorite superhero movies of all time. So they're very, he's very similar to us in a lot of ways. A lot mm -hmm. of the things he does, of course, we do our top fives, he does his, they, but then they do other things. He'll do like top five, like worst drinking experiences kind of thing where it's like <laughs> oh. top five alcohols I'll never touch. You know, one of them is like, you know, Goldschlager, don't oh, touch geez. that, you know, that kind of thing. And it's really funny. You know, and most of the episodes is like they're around an hour long and everything. It's, it's, it's really good stuff. So if you kind of like the stuff you hear us do, and a lot, you know, if you like the our humor and the stuff we talk about on the squad here, and if you like our top five things, I would highly recommend checking out Joey Casada. It's on YouTube. I'll put the information for this in the description below. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's that was it. a lot. We crammed a lot in there. Yeah, we really did cram a lot into this episode. So uh, it's been it's been a slice. It's been fun talking to you all. Uh, we will be back soon with episode number sixteen. We're getting into the upper teens now. Sweet 16. Yep. Sweet little 16. Dunga, 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 dunga. Yeah, Christine 16. Mm -hmm. The creepiest of all Gene Simmons songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is this middle-aged guy singing about Christine 16? It's like, well, it's it's Gene Simmons, so, you know, go figure. But in any case, we'll be back soon. It has been a lot of fun. And we'll be back before you know it. Later, guys. See ya. Bye-bye.